Well, hello, everyone. This is Kim Mars, and I want to say Happy New Year's 2021 is finally here. Yes, and I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. I I didn't do a whole lot because, you know, this year everybody's kind of, um, you know, taking a chill pill, I guess, and, and not going out because there wasn't anything open. It wasn't any, any uh, parties open. We uh, celebrated like most people did. Um, and, you know, in, in a group of my family and friends, we uh, didn't do any all that social distance and all that stuff. But we had a really, really good time. Um, and just enjoyed ourselves as we would have any other year anyways. I actually basically stopped going out to parties on New Year's like years ago because they always overcharged and all that. But it was always nice to have the option of whether you would go, right? You know, we just like to know that if we wanted to, we could go. But at this point, with all the pandemic things that's going on. Um, everything was closed. So anyways, I still had a really good time. We still did the countdown. We still had our hugs and kisses and and, and drinks and food and, and fun. So I'm very, very happy. Um, only thing is, is I worked out way too hard prior to going out and then I uh, was playing with my grandbaby and uh, my knee kind of said what the hell was I doing so right now it's just I'm resting my knee kind of got it elevated and but I still wanted to come on and do a podcast um, yes this year I am planning to get very fit. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna be talking about that a little bit today. So let's talk about the. Um, it, I, I talked a little bit about it in the last video that I I did in regards to online dating. If you have not seen that video or listened to that pot podcast, rather, um, I'm going to put it here so you can go ahead and check it out. Um, but this podcast is going to be something similar, kind of like a, a add-on to that video. But I also want to get into a lot of different other subjects um, in terms of how things are right now, in terms of uh, dating during the pandemic, right? Things have changed quite a bit. As I mentioned in the other podcast is that things have changed quite a bit. We used to be able to, you know, go on a date um well, they changed in several different ways. One, they changed in the way we actually meet people. Everybody is online now. You can't, you know, go up to people these days. Everybody's got, uh, thinks everybody's got the EBGBs. Everybody's got masks on their face. You can't see how pretty or ugly or anything, how somebody, not that that's all we're going to be looking for, but you do want to know if they got all their dentals together. And you do want to know, uh, certain things of how they express themselves and and to have to just look at somebody's eyes. I know everybody thinks, well, eyes is the mirror uh, to the soul. 
But, you know, yes, you do kind of meet the person's soul nowadays, but you really want to see that smile because uh, one thing about us as humans, we those um, facial expressions that we've been accustomed to ever since we were even children are really important to us. You know, that's what lets us know if somebody's friendly, if somebody's mean, if somebody's mad or sad or 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 anything is by their facial expression and part of it is their smile. And so this has changed a lot for people that are dating. Now, my heart goes out to everyone who is actually out in the dating field now, because if you, it seems like if you haven't met your mate is, um, by 2019, then now you on a whole different level, 2020 and going forward. This is a whole different ball game. Um, which means that you and I, or whoever is going to be dating, have to kind of switch things up. You can't keep the same um, mindset that you had when you had all these other things to your disposal. Now, what I mean by that is that in 2019, uh, before 2019, you were able to um, leverage several things. Like you could uh, send someone flowers. You could still do that. Well, you could also um, go out to a beautiful restaurant. And that kind of give, believe it or not, how, whatever, whatever um, type of date you set up, it kind of reflects on you as the person that they're dating. So, you know, that ambiance of that restaurant, that's kind of make you look good. Okay. And if you, you could, you could do a whole day of, let's go to the movie, to the, to the show or whatever, how we used to, we say it here to the show. Um, you could, I mean, it's so, it's like uh, so many things that you could do uh, prior to the pandemic. You know, you could, you know, catch a concert if you wanted to. You could, um, you know, and I keep thinking sim- just simple as, as going to the restaurant is just not simple anymore, right? Um, going to Navy Pier, like we used to do back in the day when we were date. Um, you go to Navy Pier, and it was several restaurants in there. You could walk all around Navy Pier if you wanted to, like during the winter time. You want to go uh, to the big Christmas tree downtown and kind of look, take pictures in front of the big Christmas tree. You can do that, but it's it's boring kind of now because it's like four people out there. <laughs> um, and then you could watch the, you could look at the things in the windows. You could shop you know, comfortably without, you know, something over your face, uh, making you take short breaths and you really can't see where you're going and you can't see the neighborly, believe it or not, you know how, you know what I felt this, this year more than anything is that everybody was really, really unfriendly. Even the, the, you didn't get, you don't get the customer service that you do used to get when you had that friendly smile, everybody had to kind of smile at you, or you thought that, hmm, this person must be having a bad day, or maybe they don't need to be in customer service. But right now, nobody's smiling. They're not even trying to smile. They ain't trying to smile with their eyes. What are they going to do? They're frowning under those things. You could tell they're frowning, or they may not be. I don't know. Um, 
And it's really kind of frustrating as you, I mean, just even that part. So all these things, you don't, you just don't realize how all those little bitty things that we took for granted affects us. And it affects your dating. This is, which is what I'm talking about today. You're dating um, during the pandemic. Okay. Are we ready? So, so now that we know all of these extenuating circumstances that are around you that weren't there before, your environment has changed, people around you have changed, the energy itself has changed around you and that person. Okay. Like I said, I, I mentioned a little bit more about everybody being a little bit uh, dismissive because we're coming offline. Um, the other thing is, you know, like I said, the, the, the mask thing, the, the ambiance is messed up. So you got all these things working against you. Now, what do you have working for you? Well, the only thing you have working for you is the fact that everybody has intuition but I don't think that we're actually using it right away. We have that nice little intuition um, that can detect whether somebody would be a good partner, but we are not doing that right now. We are looking for this beauty king or queen, even though we probably not a beauty king or queen ourselves, and we're looking for this person to almost fix everything that's around us in a sense. So, uh, you know, unconsciously, I think we're doing this. So because of all those things that are around you and that person, it's really, really, really difficult right now for a person to see your value or you to see their value at times. So I've been thinking about it, and I think the real answer, now as for me, now I'm going to only go by my experience because that's all I can do. But as for me, since I know my value is really right now, I'm not going to, uh, as I said in the last uh, podcast, I'm not going to be dating for one. But those of you that are out there dating, you need to remember all these different things um, that are going on around you. But as for me, I think that me focusing on myself right now is the best thing because my thing thing right now is I'm just focusing on, you know, getting more fit, um, doing more because I'm, I'm in the house more. So now I have to ch and I can't go to the um, health club like I used to. So and then I feel like it shows maybe it doesn't for everybody else, but it shows as far as I'm concerned, but it won't be because I've purchased a at-home gym. I'm going to be doing um, strength training and all that. Um, I'm not so much as, you know, losing weight and all that stuff, but I'm definitely going to be building muscle and strength. But anyways, that's just me. And that's me loving myself, getting into who I am, because I don't think right now in my life, dating is, is part of the agenda, right? At least not this for the month of January and maybe even February or March too. So, um, now that's not to say everybody is in that same mode, but I do, what I am going to suggest is that you reevaluate the reason that you're going to be dating because things are a little bit difficult now. Um, the stakes seem to be a little bit higher. There are more people online. There are more, there's more competition out there.
what my question is, is are you really ready to date? Because what I'm noticing with a lot of people is there really some some people really need to be single right now. now. I'm not saying everybody needs to do what I'm doing, but you probably need to think about it. How long have you been single? Have you always jumped from date to date to date to, to relationship to relationship to relationship? Have you ever given yourself a chance to rest? Have you ever given your, uh, yourself a chance to love yourself and really get into what you really want? There are so many different dating strategies that I can throw out to you right now. However, the first dating strategy I'm, I'm going to throw out today is, are you dating ready? Are you in your dating body? Are you um, in your dating mindset? Are you done with your exes, all these other people out of your energy? If you're, if you're still thinking that your ex is coming back and if, you know, and all these other uh, scenarios and you can't stop talking about your ex, I can tell you right there, you're not ready to date. Okay. If you uh, got your quarantine weight home and uh, you want people just to accept you the way you are, you ain't ready to date. Um, if you still have not realized that it's time for you to love yourself and date yourself, if anything, because you can't, you can't, you don't need to social distance if you're just dating yourself, right? Is your finances together? Is your mindset together? Are, have you spent a certain amount of time? When I say a certain amount of time alone, some of us need to spend months alone, uh, not just weeks and days, months years some of us need to do to find out what's going on with us to dig deep into what we what what has been going on with you for years why do you keep going from a relationship it can't always be the other person it's got to be you even if you think that it's the other person it's still you this part of uh, self-love is ha have to come to you so let's talk a little bit about uh, the uh, rejection piece of dating online and dating period. Um, I was listening to another podcast and I really can't remember which one it was and I do apologize, but they talked about how rejection hurts more than a physical pain. So you so you gotta keep that in mind as well as you go through your dating. There is a certain amount of fear of rejection. There will be some rejection. Rejection is part of life, part of what helps you grow, what part of what makes you move forward. I'm not saying that it feels good because it doesn't, but growth doesn't feel good at all either. But what I want to say about rejection is that you, we all, okay, here's what I learned about rejection. Um, I've been in sales for over, over 15 years. Um, I did telemarketing sales and, and sales in general, right? So I understand rejection. I understand it on a deeper level than most people would, especially with the telemarketing. But I, one thing I learned when I was going through that and I uh, was working there is that I could never take anything personally. I didn't take the rejection personally. You know, 
Um, also, you have to remember that you have uh, rejected people yourself. So two things, two takeaways from there is that number one, don't take, don't take things personally. Remember that you reject people, but if you do reject people, please be kind in your rejection of other people because what we're what are we really actually rejecting? So a lot of people are like, well, wh- why did they reject me? I, they they feel so bad. It's nine times out of ten. It's not what it's not what you think they rejected you for. You are very very you are more hard on yourself than anybody could be. What that person is rejecting is the energy that they felt when they were with you. Now, if you were to be honest with yourself, you probably wasn't in the best spirits or you you probably had some energy about you thinking that they were going to reject you. Or maybe you had um, whatever, whatever the situation is, you a rejection causes you to pause and reevaluate yourself, not get into the rejection of why they rejected you, but just pause and say, okay, I get it. This person, um, we, you know, I'm not for everybody and you can, you have to move on. Yes, it hurts. Some of us may cry. Some of us may be feeling hurt, maybe whatever the situation is, but, um, I want you to be careful about when you decide to reject someone because, and that hurts too, to have to reject somebody because you feel like you're going to give this person pain. But remember when you reject someone, make sure that you're kind about it and, and, and open and sincere and crystal clear with that person. Don't, date someone just because you don't want to reject them and you're scared of being rejected and all this other stuff because now you are a bigger witch or bitch than uh than you initially could have been by just telling them the damn truth and that's how you probably feel with somebody were to ghost you or where or were to keep dating you knowing that they didn't like you or they liked somebody else that's that's manipulative and you using the person so Rejection is twofold. If you were if you're being rejected, understand it as a as a um growing period for you. Okay. And remember that the person is not rejecting you as a person because they don't know you. Nine times ten, most people don't even know you well enough to reject you the way that they did. Okay. And what they did know about you, obviously they don't it's not what they feel, you know, it's gonna be good. So that's fine. You need to love you enough to say, okay, I'm okay with this person not loving me, not caring about me. What hurts most is if you get into the relationship and that person is being childish and not telling you that they really, you know, like, I'd rather be rejected on a date than to be, to have my whole life being ruined by this person getting into a relationship with me for four or five years and just to say, you know what, I never did like you. You know what I'm saying? reject the so be happy if somebody reject a date they didn't screw up your whole life if they ghost you on the first date or second date or whatever it's a date move on you okay if you have to cry about it because you maybe you felt really emotionally attached to that person maybe you really thought that that was the one you maybe you cry about it cry about it don't be ashamed everybody has been rejected everybody may have cried about it okay but what I want you to remember while you're wiping your tears and while you uh, feeling so 
hurt about your rejection is how you actually reject others. Okay. Remember, it's okay. You have to, if you're rejecting somebody's energy, you have to do that sometimes. I've been in a situation where I knew that the person was just not who, what I wanted in my life. Now, what was I rejecting about this particular person? Well, I was rejecting the energy. I was rejecting the, um, baggage that this person was bringing. I was rejecting, um, and the looks came last on the list of why I was rejecting this person. But um, I wrote, I wanted to reject that person right then and there rather than to try to be nice and say, okay, well, you know what, um, go through the whole date and this, that, and the other, and then only to to tell, to try to let this person down. Cause some people you won't be able to let down easily because some people don't play that. They, they want you to, you have to, sometimes you just have to cut things off right from the beginning and let that person know. Now I let the person know that, Hey, you know, it's just not the type of person that I'm looking for. That's it. Um, <clears throat> didn't go into a whole lot of details. Now that rejection to me, I feel like I could have worked on that a little bit more. I wasn't expecting to be to reject anybody because I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever did. Yes, I have. I probably have. I'm pretty sure I have. But as going forward, hmm, I take that back. I did. I do actually have a speech that I actually give to reject a situation, not so much as the person, but the energy of the person, the energy that the person's bringing, because everybody's energy doesn't mix. Okay. And again, like I said, this is twofold. Now you're going to have some people that may reject you because they're afraid of being rejected. Well, hello, Scorpio. This is Kim Mars, and I'm going to do your reading. This is going to be a timeless reading, but I'm doing it in on January the 1st, so this is probably what's going to be happening for you the next, um, for the month of January. Happy New Year's to all of my fellow Scorpio people. I know that this is going to be a wonderful year for us all. I'm looking forward to just really, really... Um, having a great time this year, even though a lot of things have changed. Um, but I'm okay. I'm still, you know, still, I don't mind the change because, you know, we have to have some type of changes, but, uh, these changes are weird changes, changes that we never thought would be happening. but I guess chat, uh, changes are changes, right? All right, Scorpio, so let's get down into your reading. This reading is going to be, a, um, I'm going to start off with your love <clears throat> reading. Let's see what's going to be happening. I'm going to pull some Doreen romance. Doreen, uh, I want to see what's happening in the past for the person that you are thinking about right now. Past, present, and future. So I'm only going to be pulling three cards for this, but I'm going to um, clarify them, okay? So let's see. Scorpio. Scorpio. 
what's going on with my Scorpio people? All right, Scorpio. So your first card you got was romantic feelings with um, this person in the past. I don't feel like this is a past love. Um, maybe this is someone maybe that you dated. Let's see. Um, you may have dated this person, and um, but there is some romantic feelings. Um, maybe you met this person during the Libra moon. Um, this is a new romantic cycle that comes. This is a card that comes on top of that to clarify that. Um, these are the moon cards that I'm using. It says the new Libra, uh, the new moon in Libra is, this is, okay, so this is not any uh, old relationship that comes up. Thank God, right? Okay, so we are in the new years. Thank you. Okay, so a new romantic cycle begins. Some you've let somebody go. You found you found that you have romantic feelings for someone new, or you will soon have some romantic feelings for someone. Um, oh, oh, your present card it says make that effort, and then the card that clarifies it says be bold and make the first move. So <laughs> you, uh oh, the ball is in your court, Scorpio. But if you do that, guess what's going to happen? Okay, that's the cardinal moon that, uh, so somebody may be dealing with a cardinal sign. What is that? Whatever the cardinal sign is. Was it Cancer? Um, shoot, I don't forgot my Libra. Oh, I don't, I don't forgot my cardinal sign. Okay. But anyway. Um, you gotta, you right now, if you're like waiting on somebody to call you Scorpio, you need to call them. You need to make the first move. If you find that this person is somebody that you really would love to hang out, will get to know, you need to be planning your first move because you need to make an effort with this person. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why, because the outcome for you is that this person is a soulmate. You got the soulmate card as the outcome. And it says, um, do what you need to release. So you need to release anything um, that is stopping you, frightening you, you know, whether it be um, self-esteem issues, uh, whether it be um, old energy, oh, uh, whether it be someone that you need to forgive. Um, at the bottom of the deck, I see you sh you deserve love. Let's see what else is going on here. <clears throat> Let's pull out some tarot on this romantic new cycle. You guys are going to have a romantic new cycle. It's time. It's about time, right, Scorpio? I mean, you know, we are. We have the eighth house. You know, it's about sudden beginnings and endings and all that stuff. But now it's time for a beginning. Goodness, about time. Woo woo. Okay, yes, and it's going to happen right away because you have the uh, judgment card there that's clarifying that there's a major arcana card. Yes, what else? What else, spirit? Yes, judgment card. Somebody, so either you made up your mind about somebody or they made up their mind about you, or some mind's going to be made up. Some <clears throat> somebody's going to take a do a judgment call. Now, I feel like uh, with a lot of you guys, you got rid of a, a certain situation. Um, and like I said, you you moved right into, you ended that whatever cycle and beginning, now you're beginning a new uh, cycle. You are in your, your energy right now with the 
queen of wands or you may be leaving a queen of wands or you've made a decision about a queen of wands a queen of wands would be anybody that has a lot of leo aries sagittarius energy Ooh, a lot of love there got the king of cups the king of cups is telling me a lot of love there let me see what else is going on um if this person has not communicated with you they will be communicating with you um this person may have been i see more than one person somebody was <clears throat> waiting for you um or waiting for you to communicate with them because they love you they care about you they want you but they haven't made any uh moves or anything toward you okay i think for some of you guys now this is kind of a weird thing i'm going to say here um you leaving a a queen of wands this is somebody that don't want to leave you alone but maybe they have never given you the time of day the way that you want it but then there's a king of cups a scorpio pisces cancerian person that comes in starts to communicate with you starts to come toward you meanwhile this this queen of wands turns to the emperor and uh, is stubbornly waiting for you or for some of you guys that eight of wands means that this person is basically waiting well the emperor is waiting is waiting because or wants to invest in you but i believe that this is is too late now on the other flip side this king of cups is going to communicate that they're waiting that they want something solid with you you may be dealing with somebody that may be older than you scorpio or you may be dealing with the aries okay so what's going on what's going on you this is going into uh july july Ooh. What's going to happen in July? Something might be happening in July. Um, this is going into the month of J January, okay? So look, um, Scorpio, to clarify this, this um, you need to make the first move. Guess what you got? Ace of Swords. You need to call this person. You need to talk to this person. You need to make some type of communication, some clarity or whatever. You need some fiery talks, conversation. Well, this person is going to be making their first move towards you, one or the other. Then you get the five of cups. I feel like if you don't make that, maybe that person is clearly, you clearly think that this person is sad about something or sad about uh, the communication or might be sad about the communication or maybe you're sad. Look, if I was just talking in that podcast about rejection, if that person, if this person decides they want to reject you, so be it. You know, at least you know what it's a no and you can move on. But I don't think that this person is going to reject you. I think this person is waiting on you to make a solid move. You know, OK, so. You got, yeah, so you got the justice card and you got the star card to clarify that. Wow. Wow. Scorpio, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your way of communicating. Um, this person is going to be fair. If they weren't fair to you, maybe this person turned you down before and it made you a little sad or did some type of, or made you feel rejected in some type of way. But 
but because the justice card is here means that you're going to get your justice when it comes down to that. And I don't mean revenge. This, this is a person that you really actually want to communicate with. And it's going to be some fiery communication. Now, again, this person may come towards you, but I want you guys to be ready to make that first move toward this person. This person is healing. Um, and this person may be an Aquarius, maybe a Libra. Um, this person may uh, just be a person that is very focused at this time. Um, this person may wa work in some type of law uh, or law enforcement or something to that effect. Or you may be going through a court case, which you would actually win. This person, this star card tells me this person is someone special. And it, this person does have a lot of hope in wanting to get in contact with you or you getting in contact with them. Scorpio, if you find someone that is that you feel that you guys are having a good conversation, you guys are vibing on any type of level, you need to contact them. Okay, so now you have the three of pentacles. So this person uh, on the soulmate card, um, like I said, you have uh, do what to do or what you need to release. You also have the three of pentacles, the page of cups. And let me see what's the last one. This is a new love. This is not someone from your past. This person wants to work with you. Then maybe a Capricorn, maybe a Pisces Scorpio. Uh, cancer person. Um, this person really does want to work with you. And this is a new love. Got to make sure that this person, um, this person is, they might be, they may be, a, they may think a lot of themselves. Um, got to watch this though that this person is not giving to more than one person i don't think they are because in this in this one it looks like this person is basically loving themselves um you have the moon card which means that there is some type of uh something that's going to be coming to light you and this person are going to be kind of emotionally compatible Okay, one more card. And then I'm going to do a reading for people that are actually looking, wanting to hear from their ex, okay? Yes, so this person, you have the seven of cups. This person may, you may feel like this person thinks that they have options. Or maybe this person thinks that they have options. But they, the only option I feel like they want is you. You also have the Eight of Pentacles because you you pretty much, a lot of you guys are single right now. And you're really, really not, you're not in the mode of really trying to go after anybody. That's why I'm telling you, whoever this is, maybe you should make that call. Or maybe they are actually going to call you. But at least you need to be open to uh, making that move. Because you got two cards that says, be bold, make the first move. So I think they're talking to you, Scorpio. So I would say make that first move. I don't think that you would be disappointed if you did so. Now, for those people that are 
looking to hear from somebody that has ghosted them and not talking to them. Scorpio, I'm going to do a quick read uh, from these cards that I have here that gives you some their dialogue cards. And I'm going to give you a quick read on that. So this is a, once again for people that the person has either ghosted them or you guys have not been talking and you want to know if they have something to say. Okay. Woo-woo. And also, um, I feel like, the, well, I was as I was shuffling these, this also are going to be, uh, this could be messages. Um, hmm, I don't know. You guys take these messages as they come, okay? Um, so the first message I got from their, their light side is that, this person, it says, I feel your presence every day. Um, you also have the marriage card. This person wants to marry you, whoever this is. Um, also, this person has a sacred space that they kind of do, do their um, praying and everything at. Or maybe you do. Um, and the last card is lessons. A lot of you had to learn a lot of lessons when it came down to this individual because you guys um, you guys feel like this person kind of left you out in the cold. You don't really know what really happened. And, and some of you feel like you never got closure. Well, I'm here to tell you that this person thinks about you and they, excuse me, they are wanting to marry you. I don't know if you guys know that. Now I'm going to pick a card from my deck that I made. And I want to so that we can get some real clarity, the truth. Here's your advice. Here's your advice. These are my advice cards that I made. Okay, the first one I got is just because we are soulmates slash twin flames don't mean I will be with you. I was, um, I'm using my free will to do, to not connect in the 3D. So this person knows that they are were your person that you guys were supposed to be together but they chose to uh, use their free will and not connect with you so yeah you guys that you guys probably were supposed to get married probably was supposed to be be together okay here's some more stuff that they want to say to you in the advice it says i am controlled by my past childhood trauma it says i'm getting a reading Getting a reading doesn't bring a person into your life. This is your, this is for you. Getting a reading doesn't bring a person into your life. It brings self-love. And then um, the person that you was dealing with, it says, I'm so petty, I surprised myself. So this person was really, really petty, um, did some petty things to you that, um, and it was due to their, uh, childhood trauma they're very childish whoever this was um they missed out an opportunity with you okay and here's some more stuff um this person at times they do say they want you back because they love you but then on the other <laughs> on the other hand they says i am weak move please move on so somebody needs to hear that somebody needs to hear that they said this person owes you an apology, but they will never give it to you. Um, letters D, uh, letters D is what comes up on this card. So 
the other one it says cut me loose so we both can grow so yes cut this person loose so you both can grow some of you this person um like i said is using their free will they don't want to be with you as as they originally as you guys were supposed to be together but this person has decided to use their free will which they can but <clears throat> scorpio you have new love and all that stuff coming towards you you shouldn't be worried about whether somebody is coming back and what they got to say if they silent then they ain't got shit to say right move on okay all right scorpio that's what i have for you i want to thank you so much for allowing me to be your liaison between the spirit world and the earth world you guys have yourself a wonderful and blessed day Bye bye